Hey, this is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Monday, March 2nd, 2015, and on the podcast this week, I've got Craig Tommy and Emma Pope improvising together. I just thought, wow, well, uh, you know, I had been trying so hard to get the both of them on the show uh, for so long that since I had them in the same place at the same time, I should really take advantage and get the two of them to play a scene together. And so I did, and that was a lot of fun. And uh, so they play a scene together, and then we'll talk about it. Um, if you've got a suggestion for myself and a guest, or perhaps two guests to improvise to or with in the future, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N, science at gmail.com. With the subject line suggestion, then whatever you care for that suggestion to be in the body of the email. And uh, we'll open it up right before we start to improvise, read it, and go from there. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, please send along to that same email address with anything else in the subject line. And I will try to open it up, read it, and get back to you on some kind of schedule. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, for a recommendation for this week, uh, I thought I would draw to your attention, if you were not already aware of them, um, a series of books by Rick Geary called uh, Treasury of Murder. There's uh, sort of, uh, I think there's the, Vic- there's the Victorian one, and then I believe early earliest 20th century American stuff, but they're these really fascinating and fabulous um, black and white illustrated true crime uh, books. You can get them sort of in uh, collected volumes or a single case at a time, and there's just an enormous amount of detail and plenty of perspective, and considering uh, how popular true crime currently is, it seems like something that people ought to be aware of. It's really, uh, really good stuff. And they uh, just released the uh, Treasury of Victoria Murder uh, Compendium Volume 2, so there's a bunch of stuff in there, uh, and it is really uh, worth checking out, so um, consider it. Alright, well, here is Emma Pope and Craig Tommy improvising to a suggestion from Dr. Ron Harvey, and that suggestion was Alliance. Okay, for the last time, it's Dart. We can handle this. It is nothing we have not done before. Yes, I know. We have just let me finish. We have worked hard. We have. Your nose is bleeding. I freaked out. Here. I am freaked Here. out of my skull. Don't don't do this. Take a deep breath. Don't do this. I mean, this is what we have been working for. It's just darts, Margaret. It just starts. We don't have to do this anymore. It's all for a t-shirt. Do you know what it will be like tomorrow morning if we wake up having forfeited the game? I know. It'll be terrible. Do you And the next day it'll be terrible. And the day after that it'll be terrible. But one day it might not be terrible. Danny, you're not seriously suggesting that we forfeit this game. Please do not tell me that you are sincerely suggesting that we forfeit the game. I'm suggesting that we walk away. You call it forfeit, you call it whatever you want. I just want my Maggie... It's quitting. This was supposed to be a fun second date, and here we are ten years later, and it's consuming our lives. It is fun. It is fun. You made me stand under a dartboard last night while you threw bullseyes over my head just to prove... I can't live like this. Your nose is bleeding. 
I consider myself a passionate person. You are? Yes. Emphatically, yes. Have I been known to take things to a level that some people wouldn't? Of course. Do I regret this? Certainly not, Danny. I wouldn't trade this for anything in the world. Do you have another one? I've... Here. God. Just ripped some of my shirt. Don't use your shirt. It's just a shirt. It's really pooling. Thank you. You gotta pinch the above... Otherwise, you're just plugging it, and it's just going to harden. It's going to hurt like hell when you pull that booger. It's a blood booger. And it sticks to the side of your nose. Look at us. Look at us. We're in a dirty alley. Fighting over a damn dark competition in there. We're missing Roger's birthday party tonight. He knows what it's for. You're damn right. They're talking about us at that party right now. They're talking about how ridiculous it is we drove 32 miles down to Camden to be in this dark competition. Hell, they're going to think I hit you. Damn bloody nose. Nobody would think that. They're Instagramming that in there. These guys are fools. They are fools. These, these fools. They're fools. Don't care one lick about this competition as compared to what we care about it. And yet, here they are. And here we are. You know why? Because you're not supposed to care about this. You're supposed to... You're supposed to do this as a fun pastime. Hell, I know if we win this, we get to go on to Indianapolis and be on ESPN2. But nobody's watching that. What do you mean nobody's watching that? Have you ever watched... My father watches ESPN2 religiously. Your father... Watches anything with the Watch Michigan Wolverines. Watch your tone. I'm just telling you, he's not watching ESPN2 get home and turn it on. He's watching if if the Wolverines are on, he's watching. But what a noble moment for the two of us to be featured on ESPN2. Can you imagine my father's face if he turned on that TV one afternoon? <laughs> yeah, I can. And saw the two of us proudly wearing our shirts and holding our ribbons? I can, yes, to answer your question. I can't imagine your your father sitting there with his scotch bolstering about us on ESPN2. No, your father hasn't said a nice word about you in 10 years. If that. Is that what we're doing? Is this what we're doing this no. for? Oh, no. We're doing no. this for? Certainly not, no. He plays his cards close to the vest, and I've known that about him since I was 19. I've given up that dream. He's not playing cards. That's what you don't get. That man lives in his own planet, his own world, his man cave. You're never gonna, you're never gonna make that guy happy. Hell, I've tried. Dang, that's not. That is not what this is about. What? I resent the implication that I'm playing darts and I've been playing for ten years in order to get my father's approval. Well, what are we doing? We're having fun. This isn't fun. You got blood all over your shirt. I'm fine. And it's not even good blood. It's stress blood. It's it's sad. You got bags under your eyes. You're not even putting makeup on anymore. And I'm Dang. sorry, I don't think you need makeup. I think you're beautiful as is, but this is unhealthy. If we win, I mean, all the sick time from work, all of the hours in the basement, 
the exercises, the arguments. It will be worth it. Can you understand that? It will be a validation for what we've done, for what we've given up, and then we can give it up. Do you hear yourself? No! You're trying to justify this. It'll be worth it? We're not making life-changing money. That is $75, Danny, that we it's did not have before, and it will pay for the trip and more, and I'm... I'm just, and I just more, want this. Okay? And more. $75 doesn't get you and more. It, yes, it'll pay for the gas. Air and back. Can you please get on my team? I've been on your team for seven years. It is time that... Can we stay on it for... Michael Jordan. One more night. Michael Jordan quit playing basketball. Sometimes you have to quit doing what you're good at. And then he came back. Yeah, and he was terrible. Him. He couldn't stay away. It was his passion, and I respect that. When you're good at something and you love it, you try your hardest. And I am asking you for one more night. Two hours. Three max. Please stick with me. I will not let you down. You promise? You promise you're going to win this? My promise. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's great. I love it. Uh, awesome, cool. So, uh, so yeah, there's a. Uh, why don't you guys t- uh, just uh, t- like. I don't even remember who initiated that, who initiated the scene. But how did? What were you guys thinking as as a, as it kicked off? Like, how did you feel your way into it? Because obviously it was like high intensity, and there were some things I noticed. But I like to hear just like what 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 your initial like kind of like notions and building blocks were like as you started to go into it, and then realized that you were in an alley trying to get your game back together yeah. to play darts in some $75 prize-winning competition on the way to ESPN2. <laughs> um, what was the suggestion? Alliance. Alliance. So it was like, I think it started with being like, get back on my team. Like, get yeah. it. She, like, she were kind of hyperventilating or yeah. breathing. Like, I get it. You're trying to focus up. Right. And I definitely, like, I could feel that there was, like, a little bit of an argument, but I didn't want it to be, like, a super conflicty scene. I didn't want right, it to be, yeah. like, us, like, still caring and liking each other. Yeah. Um, and then when Craig said that my nose was bleeding, I feel like that was, like, the... <laughs> well, when you... That, like, yeah. locked it into place. When like, you're, like, I'm on? freaking out of my skull. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, oh, man, that's really funny. This is a high-intention, you know, intensity thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah it, it felt, I mean, to me, you know, like sort of watching it. I I enjoyed the whole, I enjoyed the whole thing, and never was uh, did I have any moments of like, oh, uh oh, it's veering towards co- like actor combat. It uh-huh. didn't feel like that at all. It felt like this was a critical moment between you people, mm-hmm. and I really felt like I was getting to listen in, like in the alley, yeah. you know, <laughs> as you work through as you work through that stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So like. How, yeah, I mean, as it unfolded, like, how did it feel, like, did you, um, did you guys have any concerns about that over the course of the scene? Like, were, was it, like, because I, I, you know, I could, I can certainly, like, sort of sympathize with playing that and, and having, possibly having a moment where I'm like, oh, where do I, where do I bend? Mm -hmm. I probably need to bend, you Mm -hmm. know? And, like, uh, 
and did that did any of that notion occur to you and did you wind up making choice like what was the as as you sort of figured this stuff out what was the it it evolved into you know sort of Craig you being the voice of reason and Emma you being so driven to try and get this thing done that like what was the as as those sort of perspectives evolved, like how did those perspectives evolve? When did you make dis- When did you realize those things were happening and like were making yeah. drive towards those ends? Uh, for me, pretty early on, I felt like <laughs> the the look on Emma's face was like because she's, she's freaking she's out. She's freaking out. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "This is gonna be her." And I initially like thought, "Do I mirror this, yeah. or do I try to be reasonable?" And so I and I chose that because I, <laughs> I, I in my head I thought of us both just going <laughs> like that's well I think either one could probably work right you know? no it's I, I a choice so and, it's, like, uh, it's totally cool and so and so I just pretty first on and then like to make her to heighten her anxiety with the bloody nose I was like I'm gonna make her even more. Because I think that made you say, I'm freaking out of my skull. Yeah. Like, made you even... That was... Yeah. Well, that's something, actually, I really wanted to... Like, that was one of the main things I kind of wanted to talk about, is that um, the... Uh, like... I, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that, like... It may not, you may not realize it, but because, you know, I know it's just an audio thing, right? People will fill in with their minds, like, what's going on. And it actually sustains space and pause, I think, went better than you might expect it to. Uh-huh. Um, and you guys were actually, like, being pretty physical mm-hmm. with one another. Like, there's a lot of physical interplay and sort of, like, the way that you're sort of, like, looking at each other and kind of you know, relating to one another through the way that you were, you know, with your eye contact, but then also, like, when you're tearing off pieces of your shirt, or, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, interplay between the two of you, um, and, you know, that, obviously, since we don't have a visual component here, um, people won't necessarily see that, but I think those, that will sustain just by uh, virtue of people filling in that stuff themselves, Mm -hmm. but it was obviously more, um, for you guys, and what were you feeling there, um, like, uh, as you're playing with some degree of physicality and sort of like, you know, you're obviously playing for for each other at that point mm-hmm. and to establish a rapport and like, what was that experience like? I mean, what was it, it felt very. I mean, obviously, you guys play with each other a lot, mm-hmm. and so it's a very naturalistic way for you guys to relate, you know, um, and. Uh, and in this in this context, did it, did it was it just sort of like the natural relationship you have falling into it that way, and it made playing in general easier, or like what was the what you know? I was excited to see it. So what was what was going on when you guys sort of ramped into that? I think it was like the like naturally feels very comfortable to do scenes with Craig. So like it just <laughs> sort of uh, came out that way. And then for me, I was sort of describing before like I'm I'm not a very um, verbal player like I'm much more um, it feels more comfortable for me to be like here's how I feel and here's how I feel about this person and let's just like do that and and act it out so I think once I realized we were doing that and we're like sitting facing each other so once I realized we had the freedom (laughs) to do that I was like I'm fine there was like I made a moment within the first five seconds I was like here's what I want 
here is what he wants, here's how I feel about him, we still care about each other, this is going to be fine. <laughs> I, li- I don't care. And that, that freedom, like, poof, that was a load off, for sure. Yeah, it was um, really cool to see. Yeah. yeah, and it was, yeah, it was first, very top. And it was to the point where, like, sometimes I have to catch myself, like, because, like, we can go off, I just talk about the Michael Jordan, that, you know, have these little tangents mm-hmm. that, like, are so fun and so comfortable, like, because I know... I know where we are. I know where we're going. So I can go. We can go here, and then we can come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that it's it's yeah, it's it's cool, and it serves a lot of purpose, right? Like, in even in this kind of format, it, you know, you, you guys sort of one of the ways that you communicate with each other is through you know sort of like physical cues and mm-hmm. sort of the expression, right? And like the scene is what manifests between you as you play. And so the important thing is that you're communicating with each other and that's going to inform the way that you talk to each other down mm-hmm. down the line. So even though the sort of visual component of how you play isn't you know going to be obvious on the other end of the wire, it has a lot of value because I think it it, gave, it gives you an emotional core to what you're doing, right? And then also like you know, I don't, I don't know if how how well I expressed it before, but you know, yeah, there's this notion that in this format, and and this does translate to stage two, I think, mm-hmm. that is that talking is a necessity, right? Mm-hmm. And so you, there's a, a drive to keep talking and talking and talking and talking because you feel like that's the only way you express content, right? Mm-hmm. But um, that's, I think that there's part, you know part of anything that we do has a component of rhythm to it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, like, having a little bit more economy of speech gives, when you do say things, more power. Right. You know? And it's a, it, a, there's a particular focus drawn to it in this kind of an environment um, because it's the only aspect that is not being generated by somebody's mind. But... It translates to stage two. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And I'll say so two things about that. The first thing is I am like really into silence on stage these days. Yeah. I'm kind of in this yeah. phase where I'm all about it. And and I think there's a lot of things at play when you're on stage and you're in a quiet moment. Um, one of which is you're not getting any verbal response from the audience, so it feels like they're not into it. But as an audience member, like I love it. Yeah, I'm eating yeah. it up. I'm watching more closely than ever before because like they're doing something important still, and I can't wait to find out like what they're gonna say about it. But I think for this uh, format, especially, to me, there's an element of it still doing the physicality and having those like silent moments as I would on stage makes it feel less like I'm faking. <laughs> something yeah, and yeah. like putting right. on a show and more like I'm actually in that moment yeah and so it it helped me a lot more be like this would actually be a moment where I would just kind of be exasperated and not be talking yeah um yeah. and and that's okay yeah and and I can do that here and yeah. then that that makes like that gives my conscience a, a sense of like yeah. okay no you're not like putting anyone on yeah you know yeah there was a there was a moment in that uh, that I I, <laughs> I for a second it was when we started talking about her father and like that I would play always I'd play that very physical like yeah my my, my opinions would come out like with an eye roll or yeah so, oh I saw it and, a little bit yeah but like there was that. like a, it took me out for a second because I realized like that 
and I caught myself saying, trying to like sort of explain how I felt. Yeah. And then I and then I go, this doesn't matter. Like we're just this is not what we're talking about too. So I wouldn't have ever done that. Too. Yeah. Oh, that's like, interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. If I was in front of people, I would. Well, it's funny, you know, too. I mean, it's like people make those assumptions. So even like. In this, it's like even if you just pause, you can almost have an audible eye roll. Right. You know, the way you're like, your father. Right. And then silence. Right. <laughs> it's like, or they'll put in like a different facial expression that relates to how they would have. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. like more powerful because yeah. then that gives right. them. And like, there's even some, and there's opportunity for like retroactive realization mm-hmm. if you're like, I mean, if you're like, what was that? You just rolled your eyes. Right. And yeah. you said my father. You know, uh-huh. it's like that kind of, the, there's more opportunity for surprise in some ways. Yeah. Too, but I mean, rather than just kind of like, well, this is the way, this is the media in which we're delivering this thing. I think the important thing really is um, kind of back to the, the the that point of like engagement. Mm-hmm. You know, the sort of like engagement translates, right? right? So like, if if the way that you have maximum engagement is to continue to sort of invest physically, even if it's not something that that winds up being the part of the actual sort of like overt delivery of the thing, mm-hmm. you know, it is, it's winds up being part of the like, you know, kind of like covert, uh, content of mm-hmm. what it is, you know? So it's, it's a, it's kind of like, I think, you know, doing this is winds up being kind of an interesting challenge because it's like a slight rotation off of like what how we usually do it uh-huh. but really there's I mean what I found is that it's a lot of the same you know same stuff and yeah. so you know it, the importance of physicality is still there right. because it translates to kind of like the integrity of what you deliver you know? right and how like deep you are in it like yeah. if you are if you are in it but like staying on the surface level of like this is where I would have walked over there, but I'm going to stop that. Like if you're thinking that much about it, then you're not in it and and you're at a level that's like not submerged yet. So like get all the way in it and then like deal with the awkwardness of walking around on a podcast. Yeah. 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 But I'm in a very much parallel stage too, you know, it's kind of like the notion of if you're on stage and you are not allowing yourself to flow into a character right. but rather are keeping the character at a distance right. to and being like oh well th- I think this is what this person would do and they're an idiot mm-hmm. and you know and you're just not like you're not embracing the the notion of being in the moment then you know it's like that translates people pick that up you totally. know yeah we do um so in gigantic we have this forum where we um, all of us are on stage at all times, and yeah. it's a lot of like transformational yeah, stuff that comes in awesome. and out. Yeah. And one of the things about that that feels different than a lot of shows is, in a regular show or the shows that I've like most of the shows I've seen or, or been in, you are want to be as submerged in the characters you can, but there is always an actor in your brain that is like cheat out to the audience. Uh-huh. Give way for your partner. Yeah. Do this. Do that. You know that, yeah. that there is a part of it that is still like presentational, and it is still a piece, and you know that, and we'll we'll never like let that go to get all the way into the character. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whereas I feel like with a show like Gigantic, where we can do stuff in the corner that nobody will ever see or hear. Yeah. yeah. Just because like we feel like we want to do it or it needs it, that gives us the freedom to to go maybe one little step further. Of, yeah. Like, we're not going to do this center stage 
like showing the audience yeah. our faces and speaking loud. You know, it's there is there we get to play with it not being presentational for a little bit, and that opens up doors to doing stuff that well, it's like, it winds up making it such a novel experience to see that show where it's like, oh yeah, why don't we just you know mm-hmm. like there's there. This is, it's not, you, you know, it shouldn't be unique to the show to have, like, sort of a, that level of kind of, like, interesting depth to things, you know? Right. So, I mean, hopefully, yeah. what I what I see see with that is that, like, in the, in the experiences I've had kind of in shows that sort of had unique presentations or forms or whatever was that often there was something that, that extracted from it for myself that made me be like, this is translatable to my general perspective and right. style, you know? And so if yeah. it t- lets you have moments where you do some wor- weird curly cue mm-hmm. that gives you a greater sense of depth for your world but isn't a traditional show move because you have experienced it already in the show and realized that it can be transported, yeah. it's like, what a cool experience, yeah. right? You know, to, like, have that benefit. Yeah, there's so many times where... Gigantic, like after, like why, why, why do we not do some of this stuff? Yeah, like why, like you, like I love Gigantic so much because I feel like I you can't be in your head at all because you're in something the whole time you're doing something and so then you're just like it's the most like submerged I am like I'm always in and then like you can tell me after the show how the show was like whereas (laughs) you know there's no standing on the side and looking and you know. I mean, there was a moment we had in a show. We did an upstairs gallery show before they closed. And I remember just the two of us uh, over on the, the window seal. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I said, but it made you kind of laugh. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things like it's, nobody saw that. And we don't – there was little, three other things going yeah. on. And it was so rewarding to like play in this world where we don't let ourselves do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I think that, you know, like – the, an important thing about that, right, is like rather than treating these unique uh, sort of experiences as discrete, you know, yeah. experiences unto themselves, it's sort of examining what what they give you in terms of like learning a lesson about what you like mm-hmm. and what you can offer, and it's like the it, it's all part of the evolution of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So like, if it's like, Oh yeah, I like to be submerged in a show 100% all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like that, the, the, maybe that's the way that we, that one branch of this thing will move. And 10 years from now, it, what seems, you know, revolutionary now will seem, will be like, and of course, right. Right. Like, Yeah this is the most effective way to play. It's obvious now because we have the data to support it. Yeah. And now this is just the way that we play. You know I mean? It's the way it's, it's the, it's the evolution of art, right? So like we owe, we owe it to ourselves to continue to try and push ourselves in those experiences and not be like, well, that's just the way that you do that thing. Right. But rather sort of like, what can we extract from that? Like, so like, Improvising in, in a strictly audio sense, you know, right, I mean, yeah. the bat has been around for a while, but like improvising in this this way, it's like you're still doing the same thing, but there's some like technique and presentation aspects that change. Are there any lessons that we can extract from it that we can t- that we can transport to any way right. that we play? And same thing, 
you know, Gigantic's so exciting because it's such a good show that presents itself in a way that is unlike, a, a, you know, like lots of other shows, but rather than some sort of freakish, the reason why I think it's so exciting is that rather than just some sort of freakish mutation that's going to wither and die, is it does present a doorway to a way to think about this stuff that could be useful to everybody, should be useful to everybody. Mm-hmm. That it's like to see it is to be like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'd like to play with like that. Yeah. And I yeah. could play something like that in a lot of the things that I do. Right. You know, like there there is a there's a level you know d- form aside, there's a, a level of emotional integrity to it that is really exciting to watch and feels like the thing that people say. We should be doing all the time, but various inputs force us away from it, mm-hmm. right. you know, yeah. in practical performance. But to actually see someone do something so pure and have it work as a practical performance is a reminder of like, oh, you know, yeah. it's not just a, a platonic ideal. It's implementable, yeah. you know, and that's uh, that's really that's really exciting. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday's at eight. CAC. Yeah. Wednesday's at eight. CAC. Go see it. It's 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 uh, it's it's a, it, it's it's wildly underrated. Um. Uh. But uh, all my scholarships got used up finally. So they did. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for doing that. Yeah. that oh cool. yeah. Very it's, cool. It's one of those things you got to put put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. it's like, come on, come on, people, go see this thing. Yeah. I believe in it enough to make sure that you do. So well, people take. People should take some time to do it. Yeah. Cool. Great. Uh, anything? Anything else? You cover it all? Yeah, it's for good, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Very much. Thank you. It. Yeah.